Well, hey, Pursuit, we are taking a pause from online services this weekend, and we're just going to do a quick little devotional here. You can look forward to us being together again next weekend when we are live together, July 12th, uh, at the uh, park right across the street from the community center. Man, am I looking forward to that. I cannot wait to see some of your faces. It's been a long time, and I know you're probably looking forward to it, too. Uh, a lot of questions around that, which we will address next week, so just kind of look for that uh, communication. This morning, I just want to bring you a quick little devotional for July 4th weekend, and I was thinking about freedom and independence, um, these two concepts. And I was thinking about how as Christians we live in a tension where we are sort of in an already but not yet state, as in we're sort of already given a lot of these uh, things that become available to us when we become Christians, but we haven't seen them fully realized, right? Like, I am forgiven of my sin, but yet I still struggle with sin sometimes because I live in a world where sin is a, a real thing and our world is sort of damaged. I, I am, you know, uh, called to live without shame and without guilt and I'm free of those things, but yet sometimes I find myself uh, finding my way back into patterns of shame and guilt. Um, and I think it affects our relationships. This tension affects a lot of things uh, in our world about the, the feeling of I'm already something, but not really yet something. I'm kind of waiting for the full realization of that thing to come along. And, um, and I feel that way about freedom. Okay. I think freedom is one of those things that is a core concept of what it means to be a Christian. We have been made free from sin, guilt, shame, death. Uh, we have been forgiven. Galatians chapter five, verse one says it is for freedom that we have been set free. And the author of Galatians is telling us, hey, you've been given freedom so that you can live as a free person. You don't have to be dragged down by by the sin, the guilt, the shame, the religious systems, by the by death. Like none of these things now will apply to you or will drag you down. That is Christ made you free in his act of uh, service to you on the cross. And yet he gives us some warnings about that. He says, uh, it's for freedom to be made free, but don't use your freedom to A, go back to a worthless religion, hollow, empty religion, because uh, he said that thing will drag you down and cause you uh, to find yourself mired in this, um, in this sort of cycle of trying to earn your way into good standing with God, to try to earn your way into heaven, to try to earn forgiveness of your sin, which never leads you anywhere. Okay, worthless religion never leads you anywhere. So be free from that. He also says, you've been given freedom not to indulge in your sinfulness, not to say, well, I guess I'm free to do whatever I want, so I might as well do these things that I really like to do, even though I know that they aren't consistent with who I am as a Christ follower. In fact, you've been given freedom so that you can uh, walk away from those things, not to use your freedom to indulge in those things. Uh, so you're almost, you're almost made free so that you can be free from sin, free from guilt, free from shame, free from religion, free from death, uh, these things are no longer necessary parts of your life that you can walk away from. You're made to live as a free person, free of those things. And yet, then he calls us to use that freedom in a certain way. Uh, so that's the weird thing. It's like we've been made free so that we can live free. And then we're called to live free so that we can actually become a servant to God and to his people. And in fact, sometimes the language is even um, translated to become a slave to God and a slave to all. And I don't want to get bogged down with that word, which comes with comes with a lot of baggage. The way that it was meant was to basically to say, to use your freedom to serve God and his kingdom, to use your freedom to serve others, 
um, and to love them the way that Christ has called us to. We see this in Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 20 to 22. We see this in 1 Corinthians 9, uh, 19, where God is calling us. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians, hey, um, I, I make myself a slave. I make myself a servant to everyone. In Romans chapter or 6, we're called to be a slave or a servant to God, to actually take our freedom and to use it to build God's kingdom, to serve God and to serve others. So this freedom concept that we love to celebrate in our country uh, is full of tension. It's like an already but not yet. I am free and yet still sometimes I feel uh, the bondage that comes with the world that's broken around me, with the sin that still exists, with uh, the guilt and shame cycles I find myself in sometimes. I am free, um, yet sometimes I, I feel like I'm not holy, not measuring up, not living up to the life that God has called me to. And I am free so that I can leverage my freedom to become a servant to the God who has set me free and the people that he loves so much. Right? This is something we should be pursuing as Christians, pursuing freedom in our lives so that we can live as free people and serve the God and the people that we love so much. This is why we talk about it, pursuit all the time. You know, uh, we're always in pursuit of Jesus and the people he loves. Uh, we're pursuing freedom in Christ so that we can then pursue him and his people and build his kingdom. It's like we're receiving this so we can live in it, walk in it, and then leverage it to make a difference for his kingdom. And I just feel like, man, nobody wants to hear the gospel from somebody who's still in bondage. Uh, nobody wants to hear the gospel from somebody who's still struggling to live the, a righteous lifestyle that God has called us to live. What they want to see is transformation. They want to see someone who's, you know, been made free, is living with that lack of tension in their relationship with God, and then who has given away their rights, given away their freedom, given away their life to serve God and other people. And I think that is a compelling thing when we start to share the gospel with people. We say, you know, I know as an American, I could demand my rights. I have rights that are given to me in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Uh, as a, uh, you know, uh, as a person who lives in America, I can demand those things. And a lot of us I found recently, especially, is uh, we're just demanding everything. We're like, hey, don't take my rights. You can't do that, you know. Um, you know what, what I never saw Jesus do is demand anything. I always saw Jesus uh, walking in freedom in a lack of tension between him and the Father, knowing who he was, and knowing what it meant to build the kingdom of God and being focused solely on that. You know, when people brought political issues to him, he just was like, hey, that exists there. You leave it there. What I've called you to do is to create this kingdom. He's like, hey, you go ahead and give to Caesar what's Caesar's. Hey, you know, I'm not gonna even in, engage in this conversation. What I'm more interested in is building God's kingdom on a daily basis. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, you've been given freedom so that you can lay yourself and your rights down for other people. And I think that's a really uh, God-honoring concept and something that I think a lot of us could learn a whole lot more. Before we hit enter and get into that, you know, argument on Facebook, that back and forth, you know, argument, like, why? Why? Build God's kingdom. How do you build God's kingdom in that moment? Maybe take it offline and maybe change the subject. And maybe hear how the person's doing and maybe connect with them and lay your your desire to be right down uh you know you wonder about like laying your rights down i mean does everything always have to be about us maybe god has called you to lay your rights down so that you can serve other people and build his kingdom 
Jesus was always very much more interested in serving the people around him and connecting with them and hearing them and seeing them and being with them and having compassion on them and serving them, putting them ahead of you um, in that way. And so there's a tension there between receiving freedom and then leveraging it for God's God's kingdom, giving it away, essentially. Um, and I think the other concept that goes with it is independence, right? So independence is something that we wear on our sleeve. It's a it's a uh, something we're proud of as Americans. We're hey man, we're independent, you know. Like <laughs> we got rid of the uh, the tyranny of England with you know throwing some tea in the ocean um, and fighting a war against them. And I, I think we wear that honestly with a lot of pride. And I'm going to just take a second and say I think Minnesotans love independence they love to say hey i'm dependent only on me i pulled myself up by my bootstraps um i'm doing it on my own and there's a pride there's a streak of pride in that that says i can do it and i don't need anyone else and i want you to know that's a sinful concept that's not in scripture at all in fact we're called john chapter 15 verse 4 and 5 to be dependent on god that in fact he is a vine and we are the branches if we want to bear good fruit we have to be connected to the vine we apart from him we can do nothing apart from him we can do nothing we are dependent on god to do any of the things that he has called us uh to do you want to try and do it on your own fine good luck but that's pride getting in the way of what you're called to do as a christian is to be dependent on god not independent of god dependent on god and this one might hurt even more uh, for some of us who wear that independent streak like a badge of honor, um, we're called to be dependent on others. Like God has created us in such a way where we are dependent on him to accomplish whatever he's called us to accomplish. We're also dependent on his people. We have uh, a need to be in relationship with other people, to receive from them, to give to them. You know, uh, you can read all the, um, all, the New Testament talks about it all the time, like, how we should treat one another, be with one another, carry each other's burdens. And it's interesting that carry each other's burdens because I think a lot of times we like to help other people carry their burdens. We like to, to help them solve their problems. But when it comes to them helping us, a lot of times we don't necessarily want to invite them into what we're dealing with. And you can ask yourself the question, am I in community with other people and am I dependent on them based upon what would happen in your life tomorrow if you had a crisis? If you had a crisis tomorrow, and the body of Christ, other Christians, came running to your side to aid you, right? They started cooking you meals, and they started uh, showing up to help you with your kids, and they started cleaning your house, and they started, uh, you know, doing all kinds of tasks for you to make sure that you got things done uh, in a crisis. Then you know, hey, I'm dependent on these people, and they have my back. And also, when something like that happens in their life, I'm going to show up for them and have their back. That dependency is what we were called to. Man, I don't know about you, but one of the reasons why I love our church, why I love our small church, is because I am known. You know, And I think probably a lot of the people in our church feel the same way. There's a group of people that have their back. They know if something goes wrong, this group of people is going to be with them. right? We're called to this. You could get lost in a giant church sometimes. You could just be a number. You could try to join a small group for a year and you can never get into one. Like a smaller church with people who can really be in community and be dependent on each other is I think what we're called to do as Christians. Now, it's great. As it grows, hopefully we continue to have uh, the, the right ways of handling the growth and we continue to connect people and have the, this community be part of it. 
but we're called to dependence. And maybe you wear that independent streak on your arm as a badge and you say, look how, how proud I am of myself. Look at what I'm capable of. You know, it's funny. It's a lot of times I equate that to being like a toddler, you know, like a toddler will do something for the first time and they'll stand up and they'll be like, look, I'm so proud of myself. Look what, what I was able to do. And you're like, okay, great. Not a big deal. There's a whole lot more that you're called to do and you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. You're going to need other people in your life and you're going to need to be dependent on God to accomplish anything. Apart from him, you can do nothing. So I wanted to, I guess, really just confront some of those ideas. Yes, we celebrate freedom and independence in our, in our country. They're great. And from a political standpoint, they're huge and important. And it's what makes our country awesome. But from a Christian standpoint, you're called to be free so you can give away your freedom to serve other people. You're not called to be independent. You're called to be dependent on God and to be dependent on his people. And so as you celebrate this weekend, have a great time. Celebrate freedom and independence. But as a Christian, live in that tension that I've been made free to give it away. I've been made free to make myself a servant and that I am called to a dependency on God that does not allow my pride uh, to take hold and to cause me to uh, fail on my own. So just a couple things to encourage you this weekend. Again, I am pumped and looking forward to being with you guys next weekend. And um, it's going to be a super fun morning. Uh, we'll be in the park at least for the next four weeks. So I'm really looking forward to seeing all your faces again. Uh, I love you guys. Have a great weekend. We will see you on July 12th at 1030 for our outdoor services.